Mike one, Mike one. Isn't this a lot of fun? Two, 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 two. Did you, America? Welcome to another Did You America season two episode. Doesn't matter. No. Uh, Jeremy's there. I'm Ian. I'm here. And uh, first of all, far be it from me to talk down about America, but I've had an issue that has come to my notice in the past week. Whoa, fiery start. It really is. This and is I, now Did You Guatemala. You are denouncing America. Well, not quite denouncing America, but it, it does make me beg the question, America, what are you doing? And- People listening to this podcast may have a lot of America, what are you doing, lead questions. They might not be the one that I find the most urgent, which is how the hell did the James Bond movie get released a week earlier in the UK? Well, he's British, right? What the fuck does that matter? I Look, I agree. We have totally stolen James Bond from America, but isn't, I feel like it's something that... I feel I feel like that happens a lot that they get James Bond before us. I don't know that that's not true, but I find that It seems something that would be true. I can't confirm it. Very unlikely. I feel like in you know, in the current era, if if there, for, for example, if there's a really hot TV show that's got an enthralling storyline and everyone is is gripped on it, right? Even in an era where people just watch stuff from their DVR or they stream it, you know, as and when it hits whatever streaming device, even with that setup, if it's one of these globally successful TV shows with a storyline that everyone's talking about, whoever is uh, showing the show will make sure that the season finale or any kind of key episode is available to stream, if not at exactly the same time globally, they'll make sure that, say for example, like the season finale of Succession or Billions or you know any of those types of shows, they will be shown within 24 hours between the UK and the US just because... TV shows and yet apparently America has to wait it was more than a week I think it's actually more like 10 days for the new Bond yeah but James Bond is different you know the Queen has to approve before they release this you know she gets to watch it and her whole family and that's actually why the film was delayed she didn't approve the first three times she said go back that's what happened to never say never again she never the Queen never whoever was, was she the Queen then the King then it was a King then in 1983? I don't know. Oh, my God. You know, occasionally I've said you're sounding like a dumb American. I don't know you, the history you, of the royal you, family. You, are you aware the queen is 90? Yeah, but I don't so know you, how old her you, elder you, is when I clearly <laughs> held the spot before her. You're unaware. Maybe they died like 10 years ago. I don't know. You're unaware if Queen Elizabeth would have still been the queen in the early 80s. Yes. Oh, my God. Is that a yes, she was? Yes, she was. Okay, so... However, and- however... <laughs> I don't know. This is actually a thing. Maybe I'm only interested in this, but I would like to Google this because um, there's a long running history of, if not the queen, quite often the queen, but definitely members of the royal family go to James Bond premieres. It's been they, a thing. That's, since- what, that's where this joke came from. The uh, There was like a bunch of headlines that Rami Malek was like, 
sitting right behind the queen. She will apparently he like sniffed her or something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But no, clearly the queen didn't approve of Never Say Never Again, and Sean Connery was like, "Screw you! I'm putting it out myself." Well, again, I wonder because that year there would have been Never Say Never Again and whatever piece of shit Roger Moore made, the official one, Octopussy, the one she approved of. Well, did she go to the because? This will make me even more against the royal family than I am already. If we discover, I know it's like decades later, that in 83, the Queen chose to turn up to the premiere of Octopussy just because that happened to be the official Bond movie, but she shunned Sean Connery coming back for Never Say Never Again, which as anyone in their right mind knows is the greatest Bond movie of all time. That will make... You know what? If I'd have discovered that... Back in 1983, I'd have I'd have smashed my nan's royal family silverware that she had in her kitchen that we've spoken about. <laughs> right. I'd have said, Nan, I'm going to... You know that silverware from Charles and Diana's wedding that you keep hung on the wall that's like plates and saucers and knives and forks that no one can use to eat or drink from because it's your prized possession? I'm going to smash them. That bitch, that bitch turned up and watched Roger Moore's piece of shit when she could have seen Sean Connery headbutting people during the opening sequence. So... Was Queen Elizabeth ever like a young, sexy queen? In like 1950-something, oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. She's been queen for a hot minute. Yes, a very long time. Wow, okay. She was queen from when she was 20-something. And they voted her I, queen. I, I think. Oh, God. <laughs> but she didn't steal that election? What's going on here? <laughs> she stopped the steal and then she got... To, okay, I get it. I'm, I'm fully caught up with England now. So... Yes, that's quite some tangent that does not explain why Daniel Craig's movie, unless, unless there is a theory, because you know that this, I haven't seen this Daniel Craig movie, well, because it hasn't opened in America yet, but it's way too long. It's like nearly three hours. Right. I mean, it might have taken the Queen that long to approve it just because of the bathroom breaks. I mean, can you imagine at 90 how many times you'd have to go to the bathroom if you're trying to get through a three hour oh, movie? So, that's why I don't go to movie theaters anymore. I mean, I need breaks throughout. When I used to smoke cigs, I literally couldn't go to movie theaters because they couldn't pause it while I smoked a cigarette. Right. Now it's just, you know, I need snacks and time off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was watching Rami Malik on, um, was it Kimmel he was on? One of those. Yeah, I think he was on Kimmel. I, I watched a bunch of late shows uh, that I DVR. Did he I- explain why it's not available in America yet? No, he said... Um, uh, you know, maybe it's a COVID thing with travel restrictions because they were showing a load of photos of him and Daniel Craig at wherever the premiere was in right. London. And I guess there's going to be premieres here probably tonight if it's if it's officially out tomorrow. And the Queen was um, was absolutely present. Strangely, there was no reference of the fact it's a remake of Never Say Never Again. People might they still haven't brought that up I, at all. I can't believe that that's not them. I mean, it's been out for a week in England. No one spotted that. You know why it's a mistake to put it like I I can you know I'm not. Very good at internetting, but there's a lot of people my age who are really good at internetting, and they have this ability that, like, anytime a new movie comes out, I'm like, hey guys, do you want to go see this? Like, I saw it a week ago on my computer. Right. So, like, I can only imagine that anyone who understands how to internet has probably now already seen it. Well, you would have thought so. But I mean, we don't know how to do that, so we're still like, when's it coming out? Literally, and I'm still thinking, well, how long till it streams? Because I'd rather <laughs> stream it at home so I can personally stream in my own toilet are rather they, than having to go to the AMC one are, about five times across three hours. Are they not doing one of those cool moves that all the movie like industry hates where they also put it at HBO Max so I never have to go 
go to the movie theater again. They're not doing that. I don't know. I've I've I've, I've no well, idea. You're the Bond fan here. You should know. Well, I just find it perplexing that there's been a week between the the releases and like you know. It, uh, I mean, they moved new releases to a Friday. Music new releases because America was pissed off with putting them out theirs out on a Tuesday when England had them on a Monday. I just I was just it, it, I saw this premiere and then I saw oh because I was going to think I was going to go see it last week because it opened in London last Wednesday and then I, I googled it and on AMC it's coming up like a week in advance I mean I don't know is that why Facebook crashed to stop people posting spoilers is that why is I think that, that's that, what that, that was a deal it's like if we're going to straddle <laughs> the, the queen re- was like America isn't ready to view this yet <laughs> if we're going to straddle the releases by a week then all social media has to collapse yeah, at some point exactly Mark Zuckerberg is, Zuckerberg is very tied in with the royal family I will uh, tell you this though uh, so if America has let itself down with letting us uh, making us wait for the release of Never Say Never Again. America did not let itself down this week when I made my first trip to the Texas State Fair. Oh, how was it? I'm so jealous. The first timer is there's nothing better. It was it was just a full-on America gasm. What did you what was the first thing you ate? It's not really about the first thing I ate. This is what happened before I'd even set foot in the fair. We went to the the the, the box, the entrance bit. The, the box, do they call them box offices? Yeah. Are we giving you tickets? Yeah, yeah. So this is before I've even gone in. And uh, I hand over the tickets and uh, say something to the guy. And he says, uh, oh, that accent's not from here. So I, I, <laughs> Already I, you're like, this is going to be a fun day. <laughs> I immediately go into my, oh... Well, let me tell you, I live here because I love saying that and I love it here, blah, 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 blah. To which the man at the box office of the fair replies, you know, there's two types of native Texans, ones who were born here and ones who got here as fast as they could. To which (laughs) I responded, I have that on a (laughs) T-shirt. And I kid you not, Jeremy, that was... The first conversation I had at the fair, apart from my friend who I went with, right? I had that exact same conversation with three other separate people that I met wandering around. I was like, Even to, the, to the point at which my friend who's, who was visiting, I said, oh, we should go at the fair. She's American, so she'd been to other fairs. but Nothing she, she, like but the she, Texas well, State Fair. She hadn't been to this one. The, the, she said... Did you set this up in advance just so you could? And I was like, no, this is what it's like in Texas. Three other people at different points. Because I thought we'd be there for a couple of hours. We rolled up at like 3.30. We didn't leave till 8.30. Oh, yeah, it's a I whole day. five hours of America gasming. I can only imagine even when like the giant big tech statue who's only programmed to say three things when he heard you was like, oh. Clearly, you're not from here. And did the whole joke over again. It was just... It was amazing, even to the point that, you know, I went to, you know, they've got all of the, the deep fried cheesecake I had oh, yes. and the deep fried Oreos. Did you go I, into like the room where it's just like, as opposed to getting all the food that's like outside at a stand, it's literally just a room full of like 30 stands and everyone has something different that's fried. Yes. And there's like mayhem going in. You can't even sit anywhere. There's fat people just like <laughs> laying out, getting like IV injections. <laughs> 
it's the best. They're getting IV injections. Of barbecue sauce. IV injections. <laughs> so they can literally move from one stall to the other. Right. It's like they've had oh. one, one too many options of deep fried food, but there's more that they've got to work their way through. So they get an IV at the fair, so then they can carry on. <laughs> tap me off. Yeah, tap me off. And did, then, okay. did you get a turkey leg? I did have a turkey leg. Oh, those are just the best. The one thing, the one area that the Texas State Fair has is falling behind. I've only ever seen this in one other fair when I went to the Tucson Pima County Fair what in Arizona. What are you even talking about now? They had bacon wrapped turkey legs. And that was just the game changer of all game changers. I'm yet to see that at the Texas State Fair. I can't say that I saw it, but it wouldn't surprise me. It's so big. It has big, to be there I, somewhere. Yeah, it probably is. I mean, I mean, this shows you how big and over the top it was. We noted when we got the map when we were going in after I'd had my first, I got here as fast as I could conversate, the first of four. Right. Um, there's an aquarium in there, apparently. You didn't even find oh, yeah. the aquarium. Yeah, yeah, there's like a whole car show that goes on there every year. Not only that, you could buy a tractor because this is Texas. Like there was a whole you, corner. Did you see the area where like you can go buy a hot tub yes there's every year when i used to go back in the day with my family we had a pool with a hot tub already no matter what my dad went and looked at the hot tubs for 30 minutes to an hour <laughs> well this actually does bring up a point that i find quite perplexing and this isn't uh, specific to the texas fair because i saw this at the arizona state fair as well and i'm not knocking it because i love the free sample, but I just don't understand how it works out economically for the people that run the company. Who the hell goes to the Texas State Fair and decides while there they're going to spend $15,000 on a massage chair? <laughs> because, because... How when, do you get it home? Well, well, <laughs> do you carry it around? Like you and the people, when you go to the Midway where all the games are, they have the giant bear. You just see someone else with like a giant, like, massage chair draped on their back well i now i understand the the you know the massage chair places that are shops in the 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 high-end malls i can understand now i've often got if, if i see a massage chair place i think okay i, I want to get the free massage so i'll come up with some convoluted conversation in my right. head beforehand that i'm gonna have with the salesperson so they at least think that they they're in the chance with you making a sale them as opposed to being like i just want to sit in your chair well, and get because, a rub be, down because they're expecting everyone to do that yeah. And, and I want to make sure I get that because I'm sure there's like a demonstration for people that are just going to be in there and they think they've got no intention of spending money. I like to go in there and spend at least five minutes warming up the salesperson, making them believe that uh, they're going to sell me something for 10 to That's 15 grand. That's What? You're making them think they're going to make a sale. You should have just walked up and be like, I want to sit in the chair for five minutes. And they could have ignored you and went on with your day. No. The chair is there. All they were really there stationed to is to make sure that no one jerked off in the chair. No, that might be true. But there's also going to be like the quick sample. Like I want to get the... F if, you get, if you put in the five minutes and make them think there's a chance in hell they're going to make a sale they will let you get more experience in that chair. Oh, okay. Good I don't point, want the quickie. Point. You don't want the, all right, get out. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, right. no, 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 no. You no. want the, hey, have you tried this uh, right, feature? Right, 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 okay. right. I want like the point, you see, and I knew I'd cracked it, the point at which 
um, I'm in the chair and it's talking to me and I'm getting the massage and the, and the voiceover in the chair went, we are now moving into the zero gravity effect. All of a sudden See? it flips you over. Yeah, you are <laughs> You're in a roller coaster. Right. <laughs> you are not getting the zero gravity massage if the person who's doing the sale thinks that you're just in there for a quick rub down. You are got you to, sure you weren't in the ride section? <laughs> no, I was in, and I'm telling you. And I went and uh, so we, we, I, the, my friend I'm going there with, she's like, oh, we should go in the massage chair. I said, let me do the talking because I don't because Pipe down woman and she's I said, no because I said because I don't want them no if I'd have gone with you I'd have said the same thing because yeah. you're like yeah yeah just oh, five minutes so I'd be like shut up <laughs> shut up we're gonna get I was like if we don't get the zero gravity we've not done it right does I it rub get, your belly I just ate four turkey legs <laughs> oh my god well we'll get to the rubbing in a second so I Whoa. said to uh, I said yeah see you've never had this <laughs> story just right? got better so they were like would you like the Robert Kraft setting in the chair <laughs> so i um i uh i i my friend who i go there with like she's married to someone who used to play football professionally right and she said well you know i'll just say that um we need to come back anyway because if i was going to invest in one like i need to make sure that my husband can fit in it because he's so big and i went that excuse is not going to work have you seen these fat fucks around like everyone at the <laughs> everyone twice at, the size of them. like half the people at the fair are twice the size as your of your ex pro footballing husband they have more scooters on the ground than feet <laughs> literally i mean the, the reason why they sell so many tractors is cuz these fuckers think it's a car they can't fit in a they can't fit in a regular SUV. Yeah, but you do look like a badass when you're driving down the street in a tractor. <laughs> to be honest, this is like, yeah, they're there with like a disability sticker. So yeah. they like, well, this is my car. I can't fit. They don't make cars big enough regularly. So anyway, yeah, so we, we, we go in there and, um, so I give them like the big talk and then we we get like the full massage. Now I'll tell you this, I have not had a massage for a very long time and my God it showed because normally you sit in the massage chair and it's quite a pleasurable experience. This one actually hurt. Oh, no. Like I, I was, it was like, I like, if I'm going to go to a place for a proper pro massage, like if you get one at a, a good gym where right. it's an actual, you know, not just some cheap place where it's someone who can take a look at your one body. One where you're not getting jerked off after. Absolutely. Then, you know, I, I almost I don't want the deep tissue because that's almost a little too much but I like the massage to at certain points be right at the cusp of almost uncomfortable because right. then I feel like it's doing me some good so I think my talk of giving the salesperson the idea that I would maybe would invest in one of these was probably a little bit too good because I'm in the chair. I've never felt a massage chair that straps you. I mean, it literally, like, it was <laughs> gripping me. Yeah, like, you couldn't get out could if you wanted not, to. Or move, You're getting this massage. Or move to a slightly more comfortable position with my body. Like, it had molded right. itself around me as if it was, like, something from a Marvel movie that was, like, transforming <laughs> its body Iron shape. Chair. Literally. And um, and at some point, you know, and, and, and then the voiceover, before we went into the zero gravity, I, I, I forget the, what the exact words but it might as well have said this next bit is going to be painful as hell but you're going to feel much better tomorrow so i was getting like the full on like experience about 10 minutes and i felt like i'd been punched after i came out of there so i got my money's worth so of course the thing is then i've got to then have the follow-up with them because they think they're making the sale when you run i got the chair see ya <laughs> so, after a deep fried cheesecake is i am running is this about to be a long story short check out my ten thousand dollar chair <laughs> well 
Oh no! Oh no! Oh god! I'm just going to change chairs for the rest of the for the podcast, and you'll probably hear me in amongst in amongst saying various different things. I'm going to be like, going, oh, ah, oh, oh my god, my feet! That's our, where it really got me on the feet. Our podcast will now feature a consistent buzzing noise in the background. I would, if they want to sponsor this podcast, and we have to do the whole thing from the massage chair. Sex like, chair. It, it would be it would be worth it. I've never had sex that was as painful as this chair let me tell you you've was, never had sex it, it was um it was it, it, it was so full on so i feel like like i totally got my money's worth but then i had to do the exit negotiation with the because you know she thought she'd made a sale so you know i kind of like said what i said and then sort of like moved away and then as i was painfully walking throughout the rest of the fair because it, this chair literally did feel like it had like punched me repeated repeated times right i just suddenly thought to myself okay well i quite enjoyed that really but who on earth? Like, how can it be worth setting up at the fair for a month for the and the ten grand was the bottom end. Like, you could pay way more than that. Ten grand was the lowest price of That's these the chairs. Who? Who at the fair wanders into the massage chair place, gets the pummeling, and then goes, oh, yeah, here's my credit card. Like, start making the down payments. I'll take it home with me. See, you just proved that you're not a redneck dad of three. Because that's exactly who all – because that where you're looking at, the where the chairs, they're right by the hot tub. They're right by all the dad home equipment. I'm sure there's TVs in the area, too. It's literally where dads go to do their shopping for the year. The, the, the hot tub, I can understand more. TVs and stuff like that. There was a place selling windows, obviously. <laughs> the, the tractors are for the fat people. Yeah. But a 10 grand chair. It's a little much. But for that's all- – hey, they say it. Everything's bigger in Texas. You can't do a little four, four, uh, little spout, little ten dollar chair. Screw that. No, you need I, the ten thousand jerk you off I'm, chair. No, I, it did not jerk me off. Oh, My God! If I if it jerked, I'd have no dick left with, the, with, the, with that hard you'd it went your, in. All your furniture would be replaced. Literally, by now. you'd have been. I'd have been going. I'm, I feel like I've had a sex change. Like I've literally, I've got no penis because because it's because it because you know that chair gave me a very unhappy ending. My back still feels like it's bruised now, but I'm all about that for the massage. I just can't imagine that they sell that many um, that many chairs. But I tell you, the, the other things that were there, there was like a ton of livestock. They had a birthing zoo. I didn't even know such a thing. Did existed. you go to the petting zoo? I saw the petting zoo. You didn't go in. No, it I, smells horrible. No, well, that's why I didn't go in because I could smell it from the yeah. outside. Uh, I was kind of into the idea of the pig races, but then after getting near the petting zoo, I thought, well, maybe it's a good thing pig races aren't happening during the time that we're there because that probably stinks as well. You could buy a dog there. They had dog shows there, yeah, right? Yeah, that's where you got it. But they're like caged up so you can learn it's like how you ease your way into it. Right, well, that's not going to happen. Let me ask one question. I quite like the idea. I would have gone to the dog show because they do, where they like, do like the races. Like it's like, yeah, it's it's like you're living in best in show, that movie, right? <laughs> exactly. I would have been like, where's the mum from Shit's Creek? <laughs> what, uh, so, okay. Where's the guy who jerks himself off in the movie theater? The, the two big attractions at the fair for a lot of people, I'm guessing you took no part in, rides, games. What's your opinion? Uh, I like some of the shooting games. Okay. But you, I you got down at the midway, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the rides... Uh, I, I, was, I'm, so I'm not a big rides person. If it's like Six Flags where the rides are there year round, I'm all for it. I'll give it a try, get my thrill on. But if you can take a ride and pack it up and store it in a van for a year, I'm not getting on that ride. Well, also, 
Um, I didn't see... Actually, there were a couple of rides that were going way faster and higher than I would have been comfortable with. But my thing with uh, those types of fairground rides is this. You could get on one of those rides and die, right? Yes. Because it flies up in the air and it goes fast. Yes. In the same way that you could get on an aeroplane and die, right? I'm afraid of those too. But if for, an, for a commercial airline to take off, there are all kinds of checks and people who've got high-level qualifications and such like that work for the airline or at the airport, they're required to do before that aeroplane can even have passengers board on the runway, yeah. right? Compare the people that do those for aeroplanes to the people that are operating the rides at the fair. Because those <laughs> right. people have been out last night. They're hung over to hell. They didn't get in till 4 a.m. Now they're spending another day at the fair where it's still pretty hot and they're topped up on turkey legs and such like. I'm, I've never been convinced that those people are really the most uh, comprehensive, shall we say, when it comes to doing the safety checks. Oh, that's my exact point. Like, no, when you go to... When when you go to a Six Flags and it's a giant corporate amusement park, they have the airline level checks for their rides. Right. But when you go to the Carney Run, right. hey, pack up the ride in the van and let's go to the next town. Right. That's like when back in the day in like the 60s when people would steal planes and go to Mexico for drug runs. <laughs> yes. Like you, you made it there, but there was a lot of shadiness along the way. Now games though, games at the, at the, at the state fair, I am all about. Look at me. I'm like two missing teeth away from being a carny, so you already know I dominate these games. I'm surprised that you haven't run away with them at I one know, point. I know, right? They, every time I go, they're offering me a job. I'm like, what's the pay? <laughs> this might be the year I think about it. I um, So I bought some, uh, some, some Texas stuff. It's very difficult for me to find something that's got Texas on it that I don't already own because right. my, my Texas flag <laughs> yeah. collection is so... Uh, is so, so uh, I got this Texas chest tattoo there. <laughs> well, they had... Uh, the, in the, one of the food areas, they was, it was just called Texas. Um they were set, there was like a toffee uh, display. Oh, now, yes. having a toffee tin is A, very British, and B, very much the things that British nans do. Anyone who had a nan in the 80s in England, I guarantee that nan would have kept. And it won't be the toffee that, that she bought the tin for. Like, she would have bought that decades before. But <laughs> right. she keeps the tin and keeps stuff right, storage. in it. So, you know... On my voyage to being ever closer to being an old lady, I was immediately taken with the idea that there was a special deal that you got a discount if you bought not just the Texas toffee, but in a tin. So I now own a tin, but my tin, although it's very British old nan, is the Texas flag and it's in the shape of Texas. That's perfect. It is, That's, a, it is how absolutely is that not perfect. on display? It is on display over Show here. Me. Going, Pull it up. I got to see this. See that? Oh, that is great. Right. That is great. That's great, right? And it, oh, and my it, and God. It, and it matches perfectly yeah, with my tables. with everything in that here. That was me walking across <laughs> my front room. Yeah, it's perfect. So it's a, it's a toffee tin with the Texas flag on it. Is in, toffee in, in there? No, I've eaten yeah, that already. already eaten yeah, 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 Damn it. I wanted to. I'm like, I've got to get close. Tori's like, watch you to grab it. No, I, oh. No, you think I was going to share some of that? Maybe. I had, no, I ate all of it. It's, 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 it's already gone. Because the quicker I get the toffee out of there and start filling 
filling it with stuff that's not toffee, the right. faster I get to being a golden girl, right? That's that, because you're only... Your ri- dream. The whole thing with the nans and their toffee tins is not to put, keep toffee in them, it's to keep other stuff in them. That's what old ladies do. You'll always be a golden girl to me. <laughs> so I bought that and then I found... And then I realized there was some... Um, some uh, some American flag um, uh, car air fresheners, right? <laughs> That's great, yeah. So the flag colors- They smell the, like fried chicken, oddly. Sh- not yet, no. In the design of a cowboy boot, right? And the scent- was mahogany teakwood, which is one of my oh, f- one of my favorite bed, 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 bath, and beyond candles. Wow! I mean, I was like, could the fair be speaking to me any more that, than I was imagining that it would do? I know that's exciting for you, but I'm really disappointed that they didn't like really lean into the smells of America there. Well, no, because no one wants that. Like, I don't need. A I, ca- need I need my car smelling like barbecue sauce at all times. I don't know. I don't know if I do. And I saw that and um, said to my friend who I was there with, I went. Oh. I don't have any America in my car. (laughs) Like, because there's America everywhere about my person and my apartment. And, you know, you spend a lot of time in your car. Although, then when we went back to my car um, after the fair and I opened the trunk, I forgot I do actually have a pair. I don't know why I've kept them there, but a pair of sneakers in the back of the car that have got the American flag on them. That's awesome. I've I've forgotten I had them. So now I've doubled up the Americana in the car because I've got a cowboy boot in American colors that smells of mahogany teakwood. I'm really happy that you said that you didn't say when you got back to your car you discovered that your tires weren't there because the area where the state fair is is not very safe (laughs) yeah it is um it is in kind of a nefarious area so the only other points that i have to make about the fair that i very much enjoyed was also um so i swear to you i'm not making this up in addition to the guy at the gate when we first went in three other got here as fast as i could i've got that t-shirt oh my god yes because i was walking around with my um my t-shirt that's got just the outline of texas it doesn't say texas on it it's just the outline of texas right. and it says it's better here <laughs> so that t-shirt like other people came up to me and went i like your thinking i think like you as well i'm like i don't know if there's anyone here at all that disagrees with me on this on this kind of thing and there was a random woman while we were waiting for one of the shooting games that we heard that she that she, she was that she was just saying to one of her friends you know I might be from Texas, but I've been to other fairs and they're just not as good as this one. (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) And then, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, and I don't know if all fairs do this. I don't think they do. Certainly, I never saw this at the Arizona State Fair when I lived there. Or um, this was, uh, we didn't even know this was going to happen. We just happened to be in the right place at the right time. Um, because I bought my deep fried cheesecake for my dessert. We were getting ready to leave, right? So, because I had to sit down, you can't like, cause no, as you can't eat that on the as go. As soon as you start spooning that in your mouth, you're putting on weight. Like you can literally feel <laughs> right. it adding weight to your body as it's going in. So I needed to take a seat. And um, just as we were sitting down by this pathway, a location we chosen completely randomly, some uh, cops on bikes came along with their lights flashing, going clear a path, clear a path, clear a path. And we discovered that at 8 p.m., 
every night they do a parade yes and, Mo- not just even like multiple times throughout the day oh, there are parades at the fair and so through the fair yeah so the parade is from what i could tell almost everyone that's got any kind of stall at the fair decorates a truck plays music and has people dancing around and i was like oh this is the gay bit of the parade this is the gay bit of the fair because, i made it literally i was like it's gay o'clock you ripped off your shirt and started dancing in front of the parade I, well listen I've, I've said this many times all parades are gay right even the one that trump wanted to have or did i can't remember whether he had it or it was just a dream of his but he wanted like the military parade right that Where many cats played that yeah that many men in uniform with huge artillery and songs from the musicals playing because that's what we as we discussed before <laughs> trump really liked this parade i was like looking going okay gay here covering this that's a, that's Where a, that's a, that's a throwback to the previous episode because i said to my friend oh my god i might be able to get my morning show on k-gay at this rate the surely they must be here but then i was like actually they might be at any other parade because all parades are gay they broadcast every parade <laughs> so that's their thing yeah that's how, they get, that's, how, that's how they get their ratings but yeah this whole parade goes past so just and it was basically you know if you are too fat to navigate the entire fair area which to be honest most of the people yes. there were you can just sit on a bench with your deep fried cheesecake like i was and just see it in parade form as it as, <laughs> as, as it goes down and it was just the uh it was the the perfect end to the day well i'd like to congratulate you because even though you've been here for quite some time now now that you've been to the state fair you are officially a texan well, there's t- did you know there's two types of native tech? Oh, we've done that joke. <laughs> All right, more coming up in part two. All right, let's do part two of today's Did You America. A uh, quick reminder of the song of the week. You can vote at didyouamerica.com or there is a poll at my Twitter where I am at Ian Camfield. This week I'm going with Never Gonna Learn. New one by Asking Alexandria. I went with Rolling Papers by Dom Kennedy. New York producer choosing I Don't Want to Talk by Wallows. So I Don't Want to Talk by Wallows, Rolling Paper by Dom Kennedy or Never Gonna Learn by Asking Alexandria. Uh, vote on the Twitter at Ian Canfield or go to digiamerica.com. Uh, by the way, we've got a new run of uh, T-shirts that are available now at digiamerica.com. New York producer is telling me to uh, mention this. How so, do these ones feel on your nipples? Amazing. Even better than the last. Um, digiamerica.com is where you can head to if you would like to invest in some of the very America type Woo. merchandise uh, that we have uh, available for you there. Made with real blood. Um, I was quite uh, taken with this story today Tom Morello's been on a podcast um, talking about the first time Rage Against the Machine played Coachella which was actually at the first Coachella festival back in 1999 that was in fact so unsuccessful that the organisers lost a load of money and Rage Against the Machine gave their fee back because they were friends with the people who started Coachella and they were going to be in financial ruin if they paid whatever Rage Against the Machine could command for a festival appearance back in 1999. They gave it back? Yeah. Why? Well, because their friends were going to be ruined. That's a dumb move, Tom Morello. Otherwise. Um, He did say that if he was a better businessman, he would have given the money back and said, but... 
if you continue with this in case it becomes a thing, we want a percentage of the festival because, of course, further down the line, that would have been a nice little payday every year for Rage Against the Machine and they wouldn't have even had to have turned up. Yeah, I think it's very clear that none of the members of Rage Against the Machine were very good business people because they gave the money back. You don't do that. Well, they were being nice. That was what they were doing. I, I, Coachella does amuse me, though, because I remember when it first... I've never been there, but I remember um, when it first started um and uh well maybe not when it first started but the first few first years getting popular yeah but the first time it started being spoken about and, and they really did that the people behind it go above and beyond to sell themselves as this you know peace and love hippie desert type thing like the anti-festival festivals where you know everyone was just there for a good time and they weren't in it to be making money and then they started booking ACDC right. and people like that and and I, was it Coachella I, I don't know I can't remember whether it was Coachella or the Download Festival in the UK they definitely did this for Download and I think they, they did it at uh, Coachella um, ACDC and I love ACDC but they're such a corporate entity who live in their own world because they don't need to be on anyone else's bill they're just uber successful right. they demand their own stage so if you're a festival and you book ACDC and you would normally have let's say three stages right. for the entire weekend you have to build a fourth stage slightly bigger than the biggest of right, the other right. stages that even if you're like say a three day event it's only used for the 90 minutes that ACDC are performing on it. You know what the best part about that stage is? Is for all the other time of the three-day festival, when you look at that area, you can see who's on the most drugs because they're there dancing even though nothing's <laughs> going on. Yeah, I love this song. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like, so good. They're like, ACDC stopped playing Highway to Hell two days ago, but you, you haven't realized. Sir, you have to leave. <laughs> Right. But yeah, I remember, and again, I was all up for ACDC playing Coachella because, you know, I love capitalism and I do support Coachella because it's one of the best uh, bits of proof on a large scale that anyone with sense that comes in with these hippy dippy stupid fucking liberal ideas once they get a taste of success and money just want more 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 right. and that and of course you know the point at which ACDC were at Coachella asking for their own stage and then Coachella were doing deals with social media influencers to be there so people I've never heard of could be on TikTok selling design aware and stuff like that that's what everyone wants because capitalism is the best system and it always wins the day see i miss like when my generation was first learning about music festivals this is probably that same era where like coachella was really starting to get popular i remember here in dallas they brought the uh edc electric daisy carnival here for two years by the second year so many kids had died they're like no we're never coming back here i miss those type of festival days <laughs> i don't want it to be a whole scene i want it to be so poorly run that people die i like the the, the i do like the idea of coachella that um People uh, rent houses in Coachella Valley, and because again, I've never ever camped in my life. Right. So the idea of camping no, at like not no, my thing. no, 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 no. But if I could stay in a house with a bathroom and know that I was going to leave the house in the morning, go to Coachella, and then go back to the house in the evening to have a proper roof over my uh, my head, and I didn't have to um, sleep in a tent. 
that would be kind of appealing. But again, I, I feel like uh, the, the stories that people have told me about Coachella is that just to navigate around the festival site, you need about 15 different wristbands. And a lot of that is because loads of different areas are sponsored by different companies right. that have got the right. So again, it became uber successful and it's one of the biggest festivals now in the world because the the desert hippies got a taste of a lot of zeros in their bank account and said, oh, absolutely, yeah, we like this. I've never understood how people can do the multi-day event. Just going back to what you were saying, how how you wouldn't want to camp out. Even if I had a hotel and was leaving, like by day two, I'm in such recovery mode that I don't want to go back to another 12-hour concert. Like this last weekend was Austin City Limits. I had a friend invite me. I was like, well, can I go for just Friday or Saturday? I don't want to be there all three days. I I don't remember the last time that I did a a three-day festival even with a hotel uh, about 10 years ago when I was living in um, Shitsville, some friends and I were going to the Download Festival. And uh, it happens in June every year. And in June, you might be lucky and get a really nice weekend of weather, but it's more likely that it's going to rain. And in the in the UK at festivals, it's not even so much if it rains during the festival. If it's rained on the days leading up to the festival, then even if it's dry for the three-day event, the whole place is just a muck Covered bath, in mud, you know? yeah. And uh, we were, it had been raining for a few days leading up to the event, and we were driving up the day before. It's about a two-hour drive, and it was it was still raining then. Before we've even got to the download festival, all of the conversation in the car between my friends and I was, "When are we going to leave?" Like we were planning <laughs> Already, on yeah. when we were going to leave. Like, this is fun be- and all, befo- but... before, before we'd even got to the festival. And uh, normally, I would do, we'd go up on like Thursday evening, and the festival was Friday, Saturday. Sunday. Sunday and quite often uh, you know I'd do Friday and Saturday and be like Sunday like like I'm dumb except this particular year the band The Cult were playing on the Sunday and I'm friends with them and I really wanted to go to see them so even my friends were a bit like we might have to go on the Sunday and it's because of you. You're the one who's going to make us go <laughs> can on we the just, Sunday. Can we just come back for that? What's the deal here? So um, I was like, no, 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 no. I want to, you know, I want to see the cult. I want to see the cult. And uh, anyway, it got to the Sunday and uh, I get woken up. We've had a really big, like late Saturday night right. back at the hotel. I get woken up. My phone's ringing at about 10 o'clock Sunday morning. Right. And it's one of my friends who I've dri- driven up there with. She's in another room somewhere else in the hotel. And I pick up the phone and I'm like, what do you want? And she goes, we need to talk about this going back to see the cult business. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, we're, like, we're having a summit on Sunday morning. Like about, they like, already literally like, up to talk about they're, like, what's the they're plan? staging an intervention. <laughs> a cult intervention. Right? This, is, this is when you know you're doing, you're doing festivals in a very adult way. Other people's interventions would be if someone's gone way above and beyond with like their drug consumption. Right. This intervention was... Are we really going back today just so you can see your friends in the cult? And I went, well, and she's like, before you talk to me anymore, get out of bed and open your curtains, right? <laughs> so I get, I open the curtains and it's like sideways rain oh, coming no. down, right? 
And she Even went, the cult's like, hey, do we have to perform tonight? Oh, they definitely would have been saying that, but privately. So when, and I went, oh, but well, I, oh God, she, I'm like, you're right. And then my friend goes, I don't think you've been thinking this through now because I'm a festival snob. And I don't know if I've mentioned on this podcast before, but I am quite well connected in the world of rock and roll. Right. I've got some very, very tasty passes, both for me and my friends and my car, right? And this was a serious, she was deadly serious about this, right? Because no one else, no one else wanted to go back to the festival site, but, but I was the de- designated driver driving right. home. So if I was going to stay to say hello to the cult, they had to stay as well. So she says, what about this? How good are your passes? And I went, well, I, they, we can pretty much get anywhere. And she, this was a serious idea. She's like, does that include the car? And I went, <laughs> what do you mean? And she goes, we've discussed this and we're proposing that we'll stay. They're, they were playing at like six o'clock that evening, right? right? We'll stay at the hotel. I'll buy you lunch or whatever because you're doing the driving and everything. When it gets like to the afternoon, so they'll be on site. We'll drive into the backstage area in the car if the pass is good enough for the car, right? Then you can park up next to their trailer, knock on the door, nip out, go, hi, do it like a quick meet and greet, and then leave. And I went, yeah. All right, that's a good plan. <laughs> until <laughs> until we stayed at the hotel, kind of hung around, like chatting or whatever else for another few hours. Probably got to get lunch at the hotel at one o'clock, right? And it was still like three hours of sidewood rain at this point. And I went, you know what? I don't like Ian and Billy from the cult this much. <laughs> like, I, I, like no, As, maybe then, a drizzle. <laughs> like, and then we, and then we and then we drive because I was literally going. My car might get stuck backstage, right. even if the passes are like good enough to get us in there. So yeah, that's how much of a festival snob I am. And by by default, all of my friends became. There was an intervention as to how good the can the car is the good is the car parking pass right. good enough to get the car to so the backstage area next to the band's trailer. I thought that they were literally asking, like, look, like we'll go to the whole show, but we'll like drive through the venue and like where people are standing and dancing watching the show, like we'll remain in the car. <laughs> and just you know people will dance around us well if you also know, the cars like crowd surfing <laughs> i'd have been like damn i didn't consider this now we're never gonna get out I, imagine us in the car the car's crowd surfing and i'm going i'm trying to leave put me down put me down the car's like Woo! <laughs> You know that if my if my car pass was good enough to get to the Colts trailer in the backstage area, my next thing would have been, is it good enough so I can drive the car up the ramp to the backstage <laughs> so I literally only have to walk from the car onto the stage? <laughs> Your car definitely went backstage and screwed the band. <laughs> well, I've seen uh, I've seen the, the people being driven up those ramps before because another year at Download Festival I was hosting and uh, Ozzy was performing. And uh, during the day that he was going to play, one of his people, like obviously way before Ozzy got onto the festival site, was scoping it out. Right. And he took one look at the ramp leading up to the the, the, the main stage. And he says to the guy that's the stage manager, how sturdy is that ramp? Because we need to figure out something that can drive up it. There's no way Ozzy can walk up that ramp. <laughs> <laughs> So I already had oh the idea God. of like, oh, being driven up the ramp. That's very showbiz. Nothing more rock and roll than having like six guys carry you up a stage before your show. <laughs> yeah.
Maybe, maybe. All right, listen, I think we're done for this week. Um, if you want to get in touch with the show, didyouamerica.com uh, is where you can talk to us. You can also uh, vote for the song of the week there or check out the poll on my Twitter, at Ian Canfield. Uh, if it's easier to talk on uh, Instagram, is Instagram working again now? Are we I'm, back online? You're asking the wrong guy. Uh, Camfield Off The Radio is the place to uh, go to for Instagram stuff. And don't forget, new range of T-shirts available. Well, they're the same as the old new shirt same as the old shirts just a new bunch that have been delivered and you can purchase them if you go to didyouamerica.com did we america today oh yeah we did